It's time for the Mark Huston Show. Expect something wonderful. Hello, everybody, and welcome, and happy Tuesday. It's so good to be here. So good to listen to the shows prior to mine. If you haven't had a chance to listen to Soul Food for Your Consciousness or Spirit 911, both Nancy and Ade are pretty amazing. They get us in the mood. Welcome. It is a great Libra moon. This is the week of the new moon, which means we're losing light and some of you are losing momentum. Please relax. It's going to be okay. All we have to do is know what's going on, bring it to our consciousness and then accept it. Just breathe it in. And so this today is the day we're going to talk about exactly how we do that. We're going to talk a little bit about how those planets move. If you're signed up to my Mark Husson show mailing list, which you can get to now easily at the markhusson.com website. What you do there is simply click on um, the subscribe link and you can see all the services that you can subscribe to. I mean, pretty much you don't get abused by us. I mean, some people think my postcards are abusive, but other than that, it's like we never sell your mailing list. It's very safe. I just like to announce things that are going on and there's always something going on. Like today at one listencom there's a big sale happening at 12 noon Pacific. And what that means is that you get a chance to have um, to talk to our advisors at a reduced rate. You get a chance to really get to to explore what's going on and how this moon is serving you and trust me it's serving you and you know it's just it's it's a chance to play and to be together okay so let me get you in we'll take a breath uh, come on over to 12radio.com. If you're not listening to us on an app or if you're at your computer, click the chat button. You'll be invited into the chat room. And if you've been there before, uh, you'll know exactly what to do. And you click the comments, the little thing that looks like a, a bubble that has right, – right now mine has what number to it? I'm going to tell you. Right now, mine has number 25 next to it. It's right under my picture. You see the phone number there, 857-232-0155, extension 870303, where you can call in. You'll run the chart. We There's a link up there right above that poster to get your chart run. Um, you'll fill out a form. It's all so much fun. So hi, Michelle. Hi, Kathy. Hey, Lori. Suzanne, Maureen, Christine Dumarier is in the house. Laura, Mercy Brown, Mercy, Mercy Brown. Good to see you. Donna, Rayana, April Joy Garrett. What would I do if I didn't see your face every time I was in the room? I don't know. I just don't know. Hi, Nicole. And Christy Brower brought in the charts. You all can see the chart for the day. If you didn't get to see how fast the planets move chart, that's in there too. That actually was posted, um, that was added as an attachment to the email I sent out announcing this show. So if you didn't get that email, um, I'll, I think Kathleen Hall posted it on her Facebook page, but also um, we can, uh, I'll post it up later. It's how fast the planets move. Oh, and Christy's going to grab it. Such so nice, such good support. So this week we have a Libra moon, this, and I want to talk to you a little bit about this planetary thing. If you look at the chart that I posted, conference uh, locked. the top of and the conference locked message means that you can no longer call into the show. Um, and it's so weird because my sound goes out of my ear and it's like, what the hell's happening? But uh, <laughs> it's a little crazy, isn't it? Ooh. And I love that it's live because what can we do um, except do what we do? So I'm, I'm assuming you guys can hear me because I'm not doing a good job of hearing myself. Um, but I'm trusting it because – okay, good. Thank you. I think just something happened with my um, my headset. Oh, it did. Look at that. I got a new headset and the little plug came out. There, thank you. Okay. I got the reassuring word from Christy. Okay, so let me talk to you a little bit about this chart. Um, you'll see uh, it says, what are those little square things? And the other person says, they're called squares. And the other person goes, thanks, that's really helpful. <laughs> so those little square boxes, those are kind of telling us that everything is at a 90-degree angle. And what's 90 degrees mean? Well, it's kind of weird, but there's a really fun formula for it. It's just like you can think of it as like four signs away. So at the very top of the chart at 11 o'clock, around 11, between 11 and 12, is the number four-looking thing. That's Jupiter. And it's in the sign of Leo. That's the symbol for Leo. It says 22, and then the little red thing is Leo, right? 
That's a fixed sign. So then after Leo is Virgo, Libra, um, and then Scorpio. And so we go Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, that's three signs away actually. But we do kind of count Leo when you're doing it. So it's Leo, Virgo, uh, Libra, Scorpio is four, is the fourth sign over. And that is considered a square or 90 degrees away from Leo. Both of them are fixed signs. One's in the sign of, one is the element of water, one is in the element of fire, and they're both in the middle of a season. So Scorpio and Leo are squares to each other. They're 90 degrees apart. Okay. So then, um, the other, the other thing that's going on here is you see below that Scorpio at the nine o'clock position is Sag, the little arrow, and the sun and moon are together there in Sag. And you see those little square marks again, like lines with squares. Well, Sag is at the end of a season, and 90 degrees away from it is Pisces, which is at the end of a season, too. So you have two mutable signs, um, very close together in degree, one's zero, one's four. And so those are considered squares, too, or 90 degrees apart. But what the hell does it mean? And all it's telling us, and, and this is where you just, you don't have to like obsess about it. But when you see the little square symbol, you think of energy. You think of a tension that gets created between the planets. It's not lazy. It doesn't go like, when you're all in water and all the planets are in water, you can flow and and do easy things. When it's square, you're kind of tight. Okay, you move. Now, if you have a chart with a lot of those little square symbols in there, we don't expect you to be the same person each day. I know a lot of those people. Like today, they're in a great mood. You do, You learn really quickly. Do not expect this person to be in a great mood tomorrow. Do not expect it. Because if you expect it, the squares will buck, you know, they just buck the system. Okay, so you have to know that if that energy, that kind of energetic buck the system energy is in the space today for all of us and during the new moon cycle, because that's the chart of the new moon, which is, which is happening on Saturday, by the way. So we're getting an early start, but it happens at Saturday four in the morning, but you are going to feel it stronger and stronger each day. And as that happens, you're going to start feeling that restlessness because that this, these energies that you're looking at are what we're building towards. So there's a restlessness. And you're like, I've been restless. That's, that's not helpful. <laughs> but let me tell you, it, when you put these in your chart, it'll be those areas of your life that start getting activated. And they start, you do get restless in a certain personal way. That's why it's really important for you to know where Scorpio is in your chart so we can throw Saturn in it and say, this is where you're restructuring your life. So all Scorpio risings, all Scorpio sun signs, all Scorpio moon signs, have been, listen, listen, all of you have been feeling isolated, the need to rebuild, you've been feeling alone, you've been afraid, you've looked at some of your darker fears, you're starting to get stronger, you're starting to feel that that muscle, a lot of you born early too, in, in late October, as early Scorpio, are starting to feel stronger. You're starting to feel like you can do something now. You can open, you can flex that muscle because Saturn says you've got to take this stuff seriously. And you, and for two and a half years, Saturn has been in Scorpio. And what are we taking seriously? We're taking our sexuality seriously, but that's not just Scorpio. It's passion seriously. How many of you are disillusioned with your jobs, your careers in a way that you never thought you were two years ago or would be? How many of you just look at this as like, oh my goodness, I don't know how to go any deeper? Saturn in Scorpio. And where it is in your chart, in what house it's in in your chart, is the house that tells us what you're rebuilding, where you're getting disillusioned, where you're re-putting back the passion in your life. And first house Saturn is going to be in how you look to the world, how you want to leap, how you want to present yourself. Who the hell are you? And when it goes into your second house, it's what have I done to make myself feel good? What do I need to do to feel good about who I am? And third house, Scorpio ruling the third house, people are restructuring how they express, how they want to notate their, their lives, what they want to do on a daily basis, their, 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 their individual office space, their room, their, their siblings. How are you? What's going on with the family and you? This is serious stuff. Saturn is serious. Saturn is not cruel. Saturn is kick ass. 
<laughs> because Saturn says, I'm the drill sergeant and you're in boot camp. And you wouldn't be in boot camp. It wasn't ready for you to be in boot camp. And you weren't ready to change that part of your life because you are ready because Saturn is in Scorpio in that house that you are ready for. So don't bitch about Saturn. I really hate it when y'all bitch about planets. <laughs> now, I might do it behind the scenes. A couple times growl a little bit. But we have got to either buy into the system of no victimization or don't buy into the system of no victimization and really trust your lives. Really trust the path that you're unfolding or don't. But don't speak with a forked tongue about it. Don't say, yeah, 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 God loves me and I'm in this flow and everything's perfect. And then behind the scenes going, damn, Mercury retrograde. Okay, you just can't, you, you don't get to be a victim. Not even the littlest bit because when you give it up, when you give it up, something shifts inside of you. And Saturn gives you the reward for it. It's fun to commiserate. I don't want to take your joy away from I love it. It's fun to commiserate, but I'll tell you what, it's empty. The end of the commiserating is empty. It's like, okay, everybody agrees with me. This sucks. Now what? Okay, I don't feel so alone, maybe, but is that what I don't want to be alone in? The fact that this moment in my life sucks, and it's okay to have moments in your life that suck. It's okay. The difference, one is painful, yeah, I get it, and one is suffering. If you're suffering, then you're not, something's wrong. Okay, because that's just, to me, that sounds like uh, martyrdom. And that sounds like you're, you're reevaluating it in a way that hurts you. Okay, Saturn in the fourth house, I think it's about your history, where, how you were raised, your dad, you're in your dad's relationship, your ancestors. What is the pattern that you emerged with? What was the dark secret that you can give light to? Saturn says, look, it's dark in there when it's in Scorpio. You're hurt in there. It's sensitive to you. You are afraid. And let's bring some light to it. And if you work on bringing light to it, this is the time you go to therapy. This is the time you get acupuncture you've been avoiding. This is the time you quit feeling guilty about how you choose your life. I am so tired of the proselytization of everybody has the right way to do it. I talk like I got the right way to do it, right? But I do. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. You know how people go, you know, we worship our diets. We worship exercise. We think we got, for what purpose? The body is the body. It's going to do what it does, and we're all going to die. Saturn says that right in Scorpio. We're all going to go. But who is it? The one who takes care of themselves, what? They get the privilege of feeling less guilty because they ate good food? Because what is determining good food? On what you had one group saying good food is determined by your mind and your mental perspective. And the other group, the other one saying good food is determined by science. Which is it? Doesn't it change? You know, our food pyramid is shit. Do you all know that? You, you know that. I believe that. Stuffing us with grains that turn into gluten, that turn into sugars. Okay, that's my belief, but I don't know that that stops me. It's like our grandparents, it doesn't matter. I could argue it till hell freezes over. I know you all could too. You feel good when you exercise. You feel good when you eat right, some of you. But some of you have to do those things. I know somebody who compulsively exercises. I don't do that. Do I need to feel bad or do they need to feel bad? One of us is in avoidance. Maybe both of us are. But if you believe that something is this, this brings you this, then you have to believe the opposite of that statement because we're in a dualistic world. If exercise brings you health, non-exercise must bring you death. So exercise must never bring you death? It's where we go into self-love, to guilt, to leap into our spirituality. Saturn's going to peel that away for us in the fifth house. Saturn's going to have you look at children, look at your childhood, look at your creativity. Look at meaning what? Meaning taking the Scorpio component of Saturn and digging, peeling it away the layers. What am I afraid of? In this area of my life, what am I afraid of? What is my wound here? I'm afraid of being exposed. Scorpio is afraid of being exposed. Saturn in Scorpio makes you afraid of being exposed in the area which Saturn sits. So you restructure it. Saturn's not afraid of work. And if you put your work to it, you'll find the truth. But you have to pioneer your own truth. You have to get there on your own. And it's lonely. Saturn's going to be in Sag soon. 
Okay, all you Sagittarians listening to me, it's going to be in Sag soon. Start now. Because Sag has a terror of being bored and empty. And Saturn's going to show you where you might be bored and empty. And we have plenty of time to prepare for it, so don't get afraid. Just be serious about it. you got to take this stuff seriously. There's a lot of Scorpio friends you have, a lot of Scorpio risings, a lot of Scorpio moons that have been through the shit. we got to support them, and you got to know that it's happening in that area of your own life. In the fifth house, again, a fear of creativity, a fear of expressing yourself. What is the block between this stuff is not fulfilling me anymore? I thought I wanted children. I don't. That kind of thing. Or I do. Sixth house Saturn is saying, what is my routine? What is my ritual? Why do I wake up in the morning? And is it serving me? Because it feels pretty empty right now. And sixth house Scorpio people could have Taurus rising. You could also have... Um, Gemini rising, depending on what degrees you're playing with, just rules of thumb. Sixth house, Saturn and Scorpio is what is my ritual? Why, what is fulfilling me? Why do I get up in the morning? Why in the hell do I wake up? I feel guilty. I don't like these thoughts in my head. My diet sucks. What? Unravel it. Saturn's here to help you. You don't have a lot of time left, Saturn and Scorpio. For all of you complaining about when Saturn going to be out in Scorpio, that's the flyer I sent you. How long does it take to go around? Saturn is two and a half years to go around the signs. The one sign, one. The moon is, is two and a half days. One sign, two and a half days. Saturn, two and a half years. You seen a little picture there? The moon's a little mini version. Okay, so where the moon is today in Libra, it's going to be in Scorpio on the 19th at 9.30 p.m. Now, you know, CA writes the power peak, God bless her, at 12house.com, outlining this stuff for you. How do you help? You could help us spreading the word, by the way. Help. Just like get the word out. Let people know the work we're doing because it's good work. I hate to see it go unnoticed. And you guys are amazing. Just send it to somebody. Feel free. Forward it. You might enjoy this. Um, Scorpio, Wednesday night, we get a feel for Saturn because the moon's going to catch up with Saturn. In the sky, the moon's going to be in Scorpio. Saturn's in Scorpio. And as the moon keeps going into Scorpio, it's going to touch Saturn. Just like today, 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 the sun in Scorpio hits Saturn today. That's why I got to talk to you about Saturn. Because the sun and Saturn are at the same point in the sky. That's why we're having a sale that one to listen because you might need some support in understanding this. Though they won't talk to you in astrological language, they will talk to you in that psychic language that you need to know because you need to get deeper. You need to poke this. Saturn in, and the sun are together. Are you not asking what my purpose is? What's below this? What's my passion? Are you not looking at life going, I am bored? I'm scared? All of the same things you normally look at, but Saturn and the sun together today, they give it some juice and they give it some fearlessness. So you can do that. In the seventh house, Saturn says, where is my passion? Where are the people that mean the world to me? How can I deepen this connection? Or is the connection done its course? How do I work harder at this? What do I need to do in my connection to other people? In the eighth house, it's you look deeply at your fears. You look at how you're making money. You look at what, what you're doing, where integrity is. How do you see below the surface of something and pull it out, pull out the wound? Saturn and Scorpio in the eighth. How do you pull out that thing you've been sitting on? How do you bring light to yourself? You guys, we can lie to ourselves all we want. Somebody goes, you're not doing that. Like We, we talk a lot about the Enneagram. The Enneagram is a fun little personality system. And I have a friend, hi Kelly, if you're listening in, um, who's uh, really into the Myers-Briggs. Enneagram, of course, I think, takes you way deeper, and so does she. She agrees with that. But they all lend themselves to a little piece of understanding of who we are. But you know what's interesting? you got to have somebody who knows you in the room with you when the questions are being asked. Because they ask me, are you, do you have thoughts of vengeance? I'm like, no, I feel so connected and so complete. <laughs> if somebody was in the room with me, they, that's what they would do. 
<laughs> but in a mood, I might go, no, I never think bad thoughts. I really don't. And so you all, that's why you can't take these tests alone. You just get into your own little world and you start telling yourself all this shit, that you, whatever, based on the mood. The other side of the coin is you might be somebody who never thinks bad about people in a little hurtful mood and answering that question going, well, if I'm honest, yes, I have horrible thoughts of hurting people. <laughs> but you may not normally. It's just good to have a balance there because we suck at self-evaluation. That's my opinion. We do. Not good at it. That's why I'm not, people go, you're such a good blah, blah, blah. I was like, that doesn't mean anything to me because I can't see it. And if I see it, if I go look for it, I mess it up. I can't do that. I can't, I just can't. I like to, I like to look in and I like to, to expose parts like why, what, I recently got hurt. I did just recently get hurt. It was old wound, old. I knew it was old because I hadn't felt this in a long time. What do I do with it? Well, the first thing is you have to be able to to observe. You have to separate a little bit from the wound and going, wow, you're okay. It's not. You aren't the wound. Okay? You are not the wound. But let's take a look. Just be with it for a minute. Let it sort of come, calm down before you start doing surgery on it. And I got it. I got it. No blame. I mean, but I do. It does take me back to childhood and it does take me back to an old thought I had. But it's it's my journey. It's part of who makes me my three-dimensional self. Ninth house, Saturn, is definitely going to be the one that asks, what are you believing in that brings you passion? What are you, Strip away the, the la-ti-da. I can't even tell you how I'm Saturn and Scorpio natally. I can't even tell you how it makes me sick to hear these affirmations that get, that get spawned out like they're nothing. Like, oh, life is good. It's all good. Oh, my God. I have to tell you, you all have got to wake up from this stuff. I mean, I don't, it, fluffy just it doesn't work for me. I hope it doesn't work for you because there's something way bigger than fluffy that you can embrace. Way more nurturing. Not to not to judge you for it, but I mean, for me, I have to tell you, I I get I can't hear that stuff. I used to tell, I told my staff, I literally told my staff, when all you when you all sign shit like love and light, it's like I said something very dark. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was in the mood. Okay, tenth house, uh, Saturn in the tenth house. What your career giving you passion? You got to restructure it. You getting more responsibilities and duties? Check it out. Eleventh house, you're really taking a look at your friends what they mean to you, who's real to you, who isn't, what's honesty all about, what does it mean, what is my integrity, all those things are getting asked. And in the 12th house of Saturn is residing in your 12th house, this is where you take time alone and hear the wisdom of the unconscious mind that never abandons you, never leaves you alone, that guides you perfectly. Get in there, inside. Who cares if you feel lonely? Get over yourselves. Seriously? You either believe you have a connection to something divine or you don't. So don't play the victim card when you're one of those people saying, I'm just lonely, when you've got a world on the inside of, of connection waiting to fulfill you. I mean that, too. I mean it. I beat myself up for that. Let's take a call, Christy. See, Do you see Patty in there? Patty, are you there? Yes. Hi. Hey, hi, Patty. How are you? Fine. How are you? <laughs> you said fine, like a Capricorn. Are you a mm -hmm. Capricorn? Yeah, you are. Not teasing. <laughs> Looking right at it. You have a Pisces moon. You've got so, you. You know, yeah. you have a little dip of everything in there, don't you? You've got a little Pisces yeah. rise, Pisces moon. You're you're psychic. You're sponge for people. You can do anything, Capricorn, place you anywhere. And it's Capricorn in its natural house of Capricorn. So you came in old. I mean, we know that. You came in very mature, very stoic. You came in knowing. But you have this magic Sagittarian Mercury. You think like a wizard. You think in, in grand in grand ideas, in grand spirituality. You're to me, you're like a walking sage. What's your perspective? <laughs> What an intro, right, Patty? No, that's awesome. Oh, my God. 
you're so cute. Okay, so listen, you've got all that Pisces, and I know that I know that life is sort of bringing you some interesting things right now because of the transits. It's it's called we call it in astrology midlife crisis. It's not midlife at all, hardly. But because of the transit, when it used to hit, it was people were a lot older. But it's Uranus opposing Uranus. You're at a time now where I sense you're getting restless. Let me hear from you what you're doing, what's going on, and I'll focus it a little bit more. Um, just working, uh, but yeah, I kind of feel like limbo. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Neptune is in Pisces. You're a Pisces rising. And April of next year, mm-hmm. it sits exactly on your ascendant. If ever there was a time when you were allowed to be confused and not sure what to do, it's now. <laughs> so exactly. number one, yeah, exactly. so that's okay. But the good news is Capricorn, well, the bad news is Capricorns don't like that place because you like to know, okay, what's next? What do I do? What's required of me? Blah, blah, blah. Let me get it in order. I can do this. I can do anything you tell me to do, but I'm not hearing anything. I don't know what to do. I'm sort of like, I'm being pulled in this direction. Now, I think you're being pulled in what we would call a spiritual direction, a more, not religious, but a spiritual direction, a direction where you're feeling um, this psychic pull. You're feeling your intuition is getting really loud. You f- and, and it does seem to me that you have something you want to bring to the world verbally, like you, you something else you want to do, teach or take. What's going on in that part of your world? What's going on with the spiritual cracking open? Um, well, I'm just trying to get more connected, but you're right. I just don't, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like sometimes I know sometimes I doubt and I question it and yeah, that type of It is. Do you have something specifically that you've been pursuing or want to pursue that's kind of like a secret thing? Or is it just sort of in general a certain feeling of confusion? But, I mean, is there is has there been something you've kind of looked at in the corner of your eye? Yeah. Like, I want to manifest something, but then I don't believe it. And then I start questioning it. And, and then I get frustrated. <laughs> Oh, bless your heart. Okay, listen. Neptune's not going to help you much. It's going to keep you in a sort of state of confusion for a little bit. But that's important because what it's going to ask you to do, it's going to ask you to rewire a little bit how you're used to doing this. Now, you got to remember, you came in the world taking care of yourself, being an independent, sort of like, I'm not sure, did your did your family sort of expect you? Were you kind of like on your own? Did you raise yourself? Were you kind of like, I mean... Were you a traditional Capricorn child that sort of was alone and took care of themselves or took care of the kids, that kind of thing, or a loner? What was your What was your role, childhood? Um, well, I mean, I'm all, I'm the oldest. This is myself and my brother, and my mom was always working. So yeah, I did kind of like you know. Yeah, you, you were the responsible one, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, now you you know that's all you know that to be the responsible one. That's the part. So when Neptune comes in and starts being irresponsible because it doesn't have a form to it, it freaks you out a little bit because mm-hmm. you're not sure to work that way. But here's what I, what I would like you to do, what I think is going to be really important for you to do is trust that this next cycle is going to open up your earpiece to the divine way more than it ever has. And if ever there was a time for you to learn how to do intuition, to even if it means teach it or take a class, whatever level of skill you are, to get that part of your life rolling, it will feed you like like the most nourishing, incredible food you've ever eaten. But this is the cycle for it. Because I can tell you, as Saturn comes to the top of your chart, it is going to go into Sag next this year, this year. And then it hits it goes into your Neptune, your Mercury, the the career house, your Jupiter, and it's gonna force you into doing something with this energy. So I'm saying right now, if it if it's at all reasonable to ask you to start learning and 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 opening yourself up to to bringing a form to this, like Consider things like learning how to be a Reiki master, learning how to read auras, learning how to do massage, whatever it might be. You're a natural healer. You do know that, right? Have you been told that? Do you know you're a – okay, can I just tell you this? You're going to blow your own mind. Because when, when you get next to somebody in any sort of energetic, tactile, or, or touch way, you, you read them like a book. And that's something that's going to happen even louder for you. But not only do you read them, you have the ability to move that energy. 
So I'm just going to suggest that you get some training in that if it starts moving you to do that. If it doesn't, if you're not moved to do that, what's going to happen naturally, in my personal opinion, is you're going to naturally be placed in a, in a, in a, in a situation that will give you that on its own. Like you'll learn that on your, you'll learn how to follow your intuition. You'll learn how to guide it. But I want you to remember when you're with somebody, when you're next to somebody, you have a, you pick their energy up. So at the end of the day, I don't think sometimes you know if it's your mood or somebody else's or even occurs to you. So at the end of the day, do something like lock yourself in the bathroom for, I don't know, 10 minutes, uh, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Take a bath, take a shower to release the day. Just have that little habit, if nothing else. And then watch how the information starts flowing to you. The only thing I can't guide you in is the specifics because you are Neptuned now. You are tuned in and forked up to receive this information. And it's going to come in droves. You, All I'm asking you to do, create a space for it to come in. And let's not judge what the form looks like. Just let it come in because you are now in that big antenna and the universe is calling you. Yeah, I hate to sound too new agey. You know, that shit makes me sick. But I want, but I love it because sometimes we just don't have the words for it. But I believe it so deeply. And I want you to be the antenna, to receive it. And let's not judge it. Let's see where it takes you. Is that okay? Does that help you? Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Um, but I was looking like more towards my the love because it's not... My love life sucks right now. <laughs> oh, we got to beat that up. Okay. First of all, you have Virgo. <laughs> we have Virgo on the seventh house. Now, do you know my whole shtick with Virgo? Whenever Virgo's around, mm-hmm. it's like you need a duplex, right? Okay. You can have a little love affair and you can bring somebody in, but they have got to go home at a certain time or a certain end of the day. I know, I know the fantasy might be different than the reality, but Virgo on the seventh is like, you have a list. Now, we, we can create that list, and I think we're going to move some energy in that list. But can I tell you, next year, Jupiter hits your seventh house, and you're going to meet somebody. I could put money on it. You're going to meet somebody. It's going to open up your doors. A lot more people are going to flow in. Now, they're not floating around now, are they? Nobody hovering that you're kind of like watching? No. Okay, good. Not really. That's okay because Pisces is so about the past, and so I wouldn't be surprised if it is somebody from the past that suddenly you look at and go, ah, I remember you. Or you have a dream about somebody, and all of a sudden they look sexy where you didn't even think of them before the dream. That's the kind of stuff that could happen. But listen, you don't have to worry. Your house of relationships, it just makes sense, the house of relationships is going to be visited in early 2015 by Jupiter, the planet that rules all that Sag in you, the planet of hope, the planet of expansion, the planet of, oh my God, OMG planet. And it's going to be in your seventh house. So yes, get ready, get on that regime, start looking good, start feeling good. You know, Capricorns, you all get a little too, you got to, you got to jump into your Pisces Sag and get all sparkly because Capricorns are kind of like, you know, what do I say? They just, they're not, I don't need to dress up. You know, I don't need to, this, this sweater, six years old, still feels good. Get rid of all that stuff. Get ready. Cause you got to get ready. Capricorn loves old things. They love to wear them out. All you got to do is scooch in a little like fun. And I think you're going to be ready. You're going to be so happy. You got to let us know now. These predictions don't mean anything if you don't follow up and say you were right <laughs> or you were, or you were wrong. Okay, good. You got to please. All right. You feel good. I feel great. Thank you. All right. The new moon is Saturday. Make a wish on Saturdays. Wake up. Make a little candle wish. New moon. New energy. Okay. Nice talking to you, Mark. Thanks, Patty. You too. Big hugs. Bye-bye. Bye. Let's talk to Roslyn. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Roslyn. How are you? No Leo in that chart. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I'm I'm okay. I'm ready to tear some people apart. <laughs> oh, I love it. I know. Well, so I can I can kind of see that in your chart. You're now you're a Leo and you have a Taurus moon. So you were born. Oh, and it almost made it into Gemini. So you have this Leo Taurus combination, which let me tell you is so cool. It's sensual. It, those are the people that like they know what they want. You don't mess with those people, right? And Libra rising. Oh, and you have taste. You do have taste, right? Don't you say it. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Woohoo! I, lo- I know it. I love it. Okay. Now, Uranus just hit your seventh house and is part of that Pluto square. You've got to, some, some castles are falling apart. Some institutions that you've made, th- just getting crazy. And you're having your Saturn, your first Saturn, your first Saturn return is coming up. This is so important. Rosalind is so big because soon you're putting away the, the childish stuff and you're going to be like, you can call me ma'am because you are going to take names. You're going to kick butt. This is somebody, you have the chart that's like, it's boundless energy. You have incredible intuition. You, you could work your butt off. I mean, you're changing everything in your life. And I think you're kind of doing it in a fearless way. I mean, I think you're so ready because Jupiter's it just hit your sun, which it was in Leo or is in Leo. And now it's going to go into Virgo. So it's going to get that, hit that Venus. It's going to change and Venus rules your chart. So it's going to bring you all these surprises, people from your past. You can sort of relook at them. You're going to let go of some people. Have you already let go of some people? Um, I did about a year and a half ago. I let go of a long term relationship. Um, yeah, that was not easy for you, was it? No, it was pretty huge. I <laughs> know. Uh, see, Taurus moons, y'all don't let go of anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we have to laugh about it because you, if you finally do let go, do you understand how significantly important and serious that must have been? Because you don't let go of things. For you to let go, it was like, I'm done. I'm done with the abuse. I'm done with the crazy. I'm done trying to please you. But you do have a chart that takes you all over the planet. I mean, you can meet any energy. Are you kind of nonstop energy or do you actually stop? How does your perception of your energy? Um, I, I don't ever stop. No, you don't, <laughs> do you? I know you don't. I knew it. Okay. But let me, so this is a tough time because what you're doing is challenging your passion. You're changing up the agreements. You're changing what really turns you on at work. All that stuff is up for grabs. It will always feel in flux, but right now, because it's angular, these are life-changing moments for you. I want you to know that. So honor them in terms of like, it's not just another drama. It's not just another change. These are life-changing. These are decisions you're going to make that will affect you for a long time, and you're kind of being forced into them. Do you kind of feel that? You're being forced into change? Yeah. Um, I run a cleaning service, and I've been trying to hire some help for about a year and a half, and I just like can't find any good help, and I'm wondering if I should just stop trying <laughs> yeah. to do that. Um, well, I think – go ahead. Oh, I'm, I'm also trying to launch a product line at the same time, and I have some other interests, and I'm just, I don't know which way to go to take it. Um, yeah, so it's huge. It's I'm huge just, change. Yeah. Because it's a big change, you're going to have to change. I think you're going to, I think you're going to end the cleaning service, honestly, or, or metamorphize it into a different entity. But Saturn return is where you're going to get, you're going to be so clear about how you need to shift this. And it's no longer going to be based on, um, what would it be based on? What's it like, um, you, you, you like the idea of owning your own company and you will. It's just now we're going to get rid of all the fantasy around it. This has been crap. This is not the industry or this is the industry, whatever you decide, but you are going to reevaluate it. And I think you're going to embrace this new change. And I think you're going to be okay running your own company and, and bringing, introducing this new stuff you're into. But you can't be afraid of it. It is change and it is like a big shakeup. But see, change is what a Taurus moon does not like. So you are getting a little resistance from the emotional part of you, but I'll tell you this, you are getting also humongous support with Pluto and Mars. They're in earth signs and your moon's in an earth sign. So they're really guiding you and giving you, I think, incredible direction. But I think you have to be the wild horse right now. I think you have to do things on your own. I think you've got to put yourself first. No more of this. See, I think if you're depending on other people, it's not going to ever work. And if you're, if you're not having a hard time finding help, I think it's an omen because it's like, even though you're in charge of them and you're the boss, it's like this group thing and making everybody happy is not going to be your thing. Your thing is going to be running a company, running your own company, being in charge of it from head to toe. And that's going to work for you. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, I wanted to sing true to the core of your soul. Okay. I want, I want you to feel, I think I know what you mean. Okay. So. Uh, here's the advice. 
you're coming into your north node in Aries. Uranus is saying you've got to be free of anything that's you're using to for support. You've got to take this on your own. You've got to get on this horse and ride it solo. And you've got to throw away everybody else's opinion. You've got to take a minute, go in, Saturn and Scorpio, get clear about what my passion is, and then put my heart into it. And I'm telling you, you will win. But you, if anything you're doing to please somebody else or because it's an old thing you used to do or people count on it, you got to get rid of it. You understand that? Yeah. You mm-hmm. sure? Rosalind, yeah, I'm going to check on you now. If I have it. to follow up on you and say, what are you doing? I'm going to do it. <laughs> now, I know there's resistance because you have that Taurus moon. You're digging your heels in a little bit. But I'm not asking you to do it overnight. Yeah. I'm saying you're going to be forced into it. It's okay, but you just be ready for it psychologically because life will bring you the freedom you need. It will, and it'll do it perfectly, and you're a Taurus moon, and you have to trust your own timing. Don't do it on my timing. Trust your timing, but don't be shocked when you say, I got to let go of these people, or I got to do this on my own. That's okay because you'll land at that conclusion in your own time, but I think you will land at that conclusion, and then you rebuild. And you're going to be supported in a big way. Your chart's really lucky. You have a lot of fire in your chart. The fire signs are so lucky. And Taurus Moon in the eighth, ha! Try to take money away from that person. I like to see it happen <laughs> in my lifetime. It ain't gonna happen. You're gonna be okay. I promise. Just your worry is just based lunar worries, and I get it. And these are big. These are big life changes. So take them slow. Take them with your belly. Let your belly tell you when it's time. But you are going to be in a new industry soon, and I hope you'll let us know. Will you? Yes, I definitely will. <laughs> okay, good. I love it. I'm so glad you called, Rosalind. I hope it helps some big hugs to you. Okay, thanks so much, Mark. Thank you, baby. Take care of yourself. Okay, okay. Bye. Bye. Do you see Will up there? Hey, Mark. How are you? Will, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, uh, <laughs> um, Things have been a little tough. I, I actually called you about seven weeks ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were starting a new venture, right? I, I yes. Well, it's uh, it's been in the works, um, and uh, I was just calling to see if there was a date that I could look to um, as a little carrot. Yeah, man. You know, today's a big day. I don't know why, but today Jupiter's on your on your Mars. And then another carrot we can have. Oh, my God. You got a couple of them. Let me see when Jupiter is going to hit that zero point of Virgo. You're going to have Jupiter cross. Oh, it teases you. See, Jupiter's messing with you a little bit. It's okay. Um, we we need to look at mm-mm, 22. Ooh. Okay. I mean, like, soon, soon is like the first of December. Jupiter's just hanging out on your Mars. I mean, in a really big way. So, I mean, there's something brewing and it will, I don't know why it's holding you up, but I do think we need to get it on your ascendant, which isn't going to happen until the, till 2015, early, early. But right now, Jupiter's just hanging on this Saturn and Mars and Leo. The Saturn and Mars and Leo for you are the parts of you that are afraid of making a mistake because it'll look bad. It's like you have a, I want to say it's a, Okay, you know, I want to say it's a huge ego, but it's not. It's a huge attachment to how it looks. And um, and so it takes you out of just, it takes you out of following that intuition because you're too busy watching it from the outside looking in. Jupiter's trying to help you with that. So you got to play with that. And I think you're going to get some help. That's going to be a good surprise. December is a big one. Uranus is also opposing Pluto. So a lot of the stuff, your fears about money, they're going to be taken away. Um, and I think that we're looking at February. Like I want you to make note of like Valentine's Day week. Um, that's February. And that's the end of the cycle of this fear that you'll be in. That's sort of like heralds it as the end. Lastly, uh, on November 24th, make a note of that day, Saturn hits your fourth house cusp, the lowest part of the chart. It's where you restructure everything. You anchor your roots in. I want you to see you growing roots in the depth of the earth, making you feel stable, making you feel um, secure. November 24th, that's that's our big one. That's our big one. Um, 
and it's personal. It's like where you get in touch with some passion and security and what's going to move you. So those, what we're doing now is we're sort of anchoring you in and making sure that you're stable for these changes that are coming and learning a little bit about how do I let go of what it looks like to the world? Because you have Mars in Leo, Saturn in Leo. You are very, you could be crippled by somebody criticizing you. You do understand what I'm talking about, right? I, I do, and, and that's actually been a very huge, um, you know, uh, kind of continued evolution for, for me is to yes. release that. And, um, oh, God, yes. It's is very visual. Yeah. And I think that if you can keep visualizing that when somebody criticizes you, they're talking to little Will, who you're responsible for. And so your hand first goes to him. Like, whoa, wait a minute. And you take care of him. And you start learning because this is a hard one to learn now. Saturn and Leo, Mars and Leo, really hard to learn when you got a Virgo rising that other people's opinions do not have to be daggers to your heart. Especially that's a weakness. You've got to like if people, if you peep, it's like poker game, right? If people know that's your tell, they're going to go after like just, just tell him there's a stain on his shirt. That'll take care of him for the next two hours. You don't ever want to be that vulnerable, right? <laughs> That is not who you want to be. You don't, you don't want to have that exposure. You want to be able to be go in there with a stain on your shirt and say, yeah, I see it. And, you know, it's like you got to build that because you, you, otherwise you're walking right. around with this, these vulnerabilities. That's why Jupiter's there now, helping you understand. It's okay to love what you do. It's okay for someone else not to love what you do. But it's going to teach you how to listen to that part. I love it, and I'm not lying to myself. And I'm sorry that other people don't. It feels good when people love what we do. It's wonderful. Like I'm, I will never get over when people, the haters on on YouTube. There's all you always look for a hater somewhere. I mean, and they're there. They will hate anything. It's like, oh my god. And I realize our shame based on based. Like you have, it's, it's, it can be a shamed based sense of yourself when that triggers somebody says something negative. Even they're, they're just being mean. They don't even know you. They don't even believe what they're saying. We got to conquer that and, and find a way to, to really understand that the voice we're listening to, the creativity, the creative part of you is indestructible. It's always there. It's always true to your heart. And you got to build that. That's what Jupiter's doing now. So dates to follow, November 24th is a day. I do a ritual. I picture myself growing a big root out of my butt down to the earth and anchoring me in and making me secure whenever I needed it. And I'd, and I'd let myself right. feel protected and, and aligned. And then 2015, phew, You'll be sending us notes from Paris, like, oh, life is good. What? I never, you, you were like, I don't even remember feeling bad. So it's going to be okay. You don't have to bite your nails through this one. You're going to love this cycle. You just got to, some of these things are like testing that, the, your vulnerabilities so you can sort of like embrace them and sort of protect them for yourself. Just hold them close to you. That's all. Does that help you? That makes sense. That, that really does. Thank you, Mark. Yay, Will. Good luck to you, buddy. Keep us posted. I will. All right, cool. Thanks. Be good. Christy, let's talk to Gabby. Hello. Hi, Gabby. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm oh. um, super duper glad I got through. I was worried. Oh, We're going to run yeah. out of time, but I don't need to be worried. I don't need to be worried. Okay. No, 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 you don't. You're a Libra. You got an Aries moon. Always like you were born on the full moon. Luck, luck, luck. You're good. And you know, you know, you have that energy. You have Jupiter and Leo. Jupiter in the eighth house, Gabby. Really? Never, ever worry. And Jupiter return hit that point. So good. Capricorn rising, though. I know where your worry comes from. And it's that. And Pluto's in Capricorn hitting that Neptune. And right now, I can tell you based on this transit, life looks like it took a big pin and popped a big bubble of your reality. And it's not always fun. Yeah. You take it from there. No. What's um, been going on? How's that translate in your life, literally? Well, I'm wondering if you remember me um, calling, uh, I don't know, it was, I think, at the end of September. Um, uh, and you said I'd be breaking all the rules. Yeah. Um, Were you? Did you? <laughs> Okay. Remember, I was leaving corporate America, and I was, you know, I do remember. I was, That's okay. This is know? that Gabby. Okay. Yes. And you and so um, and 
and I rem- and we were talking oh. about Jupiter return is going to be a great year. Same thing. And, and we did talk about Pluto on your Neptune. We just did it in a different way. Did any of those things transpire? Did you did you leave? I I actually was a little bit dismissed um, <gasps> the following day. Um, wow. <laughs> when I was <laughs> yeah, and uh, things have. Uh, not really worked out the way that I would want them to. Actually, while I was on hold, I, uh, the property management company for my house, uh, like, uh, that I haven't paid rent for yet. Like, um, they called for the first time and I was like, Oh my God, please. I need to talk to Mark because what is going on? I have invested all this time into this. Like we're, I don't know what's going on. I don't want to be scared, but I'm I'm scared. I okay, don't know where I got you. The world has popped. Let me just tell you, because we we are going to run out of time, but I want to tell you this. Pluto's hit that Neptune. The way you see the world right now, what it's doing is it's saying all the fantasies are going, and you're going to know what's real and what isn't real. Now, Uranus is hitting that moon, so there's all these surprise, this, all the surprise help is on the way. Jupiter's on your Jupiter. Honey, the safety is there. That you're you're under a net, it's fine. But the feeling of having your finger plugged into an electric socket and like nowhere to go with all that energy, that's up. And it's gonna change you. You're gonna feel nervous. The biggest thing is this Pluto Neptune where you feel like uh, life just got dark and unfair. And I don't and you the feeling of I don't know what to do and that, that you're not gonna be protected or taken care of. That's big because that is like you lived your life under a certain idea and that idea is changing. Your biggest saving grace right now and is the beautiful part of the sun Venus that you have in your chart. You have an ability to understand you will survive no matter what. You're a Capricorn rising. They could throw you in the middle of Siberia, girl. You'd have a business. Don't worry. You know that part of yourself. So you have to embrace yeah. that part, the survivor in you. You have to embr- just embrace her. And the rest is as people call you, don't think, oh, they're going to take this away or that away. You think about, okay, how do I want to fix this problem? How do I want to resolve this? Because I tell you what, it will mm-hmm. resolve. There's nothing, sweetheart, think of a situation that you couldn't conquer. The Capricorn rising, Uranus on the ascendant, you kick somebody's butt before any, you just, you just kick the world's butt. You know how to do it. And nobody's yeah. going to tell you what to do. No one's going to tell you how to do it. That's in you. Right now, yeah. we're just getting realigned. We're shifting the reality a little bit because you were leaning a little too heavy on trust and, and you were sort of starting to relax. All you got to do is come back into the reality of, look, my world outside of me can dissolve, but I am Abby and I, I mean, I am Gabby and I am going anywhere. Because that's who I have, that Aries moon in you. You understand me now? That is a part that will always protect and be for you. But your chart is a warrior. No one's going to take anything away that, they, that, that, that you have and you own and you want. So you just remember to bring that girl up and be strong with her. Jupiter return, girl. And then it just goes into Virgo, hits your Mercury, hits your Venus, hits your sun. I'm telling you, I'm not making it up. You're going to be fine. Don't let the shaky moon, lunar scare stuff before a new moon freak you out. You're going to be fine. You Will you let us know? I will. All right. I you will. okay? You feeling okay? Um, see, Gabby, I'm you got to grab that I, little I feel girl. like I can call them. You can call them and hold your little girl's hand while you're doing it. Who's going to mess with you? Pretend I'm on the phone with them. Nobody. I'll tell them. Okay, good. There you go. <laughs> keep it going, Gabby. I'll keep you up. for you. Okay, okay. baby. Take care, honey. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Kat, you with us? I am. Hello. Hello. I'll, I'll back you up on Gabby, too, yeah. Mark. There you go. She's got Aries moon like you have an Aries moon. Mm-hmm. You know ain't nobody going to mess with her. She's got no Capricorn way. Rising. I know. Gabby, I hope you're listening. The, I got Kat, your you back, from too, Psychic Gabby. Cat. I'll go. <laughs> you don't you know when Kat gets around, moon. I want the world to know when Kat gets, on, when Kat gets her hair riled up and it's for you. And she, you can just relax. <laughs> I think so. I think some of our listeners know that, right? When I yeah. when I speak to people one on one, I get very agitated. I say, "Oh, my spirit, my hair's on my, you know, standing up on my back like a cat." I do get very protective of. Yeah, um, you do, and I think everyone. that a lot of people feel they love that because it's tireless in you, and you have that sort of that Aries moon warrior that's like I and Virgo rising. <laughs> so you're like, I will see what the problem is and I'll just go. And if I can't talk reasonable to him with my Gemini, I'll just burn the shit out of him. Now, here's, the thing. 
Don't you even know, joke a, about that. No, I know. No, I've no. seen you do it. I know why people get a test like, cat, please. And you're like the queen of the underdogs. You, Anybody's hurt, you, cat's there. Now, listen, the Sag moon is coming up. New moon and Sag. Do you, <laughs> do you experience actually the dark before the light? I mean, because this is like the time when we get a little scared and a little dark. Is, do. do you feel that? Do you go I, through that? I, I feel it a little bit, but I feel even, you know, with that Aries moon, I try to stay ahead of everything or every, I, I should say of everyone else. So I could be strong by the time they go through their dark phase. So I think I already had my, you know, even if it's a few days here, we have a few days left. I, I feel like I always go through in advance for some reason, like I'm, I'm already through and then I get stronger or, you know, I have my little uh, meltdown maybe in one way or the other. I'm, I think that it's important to remember we're human Especially with this um, Sag, you know, the Sagittarius new moon, I think sometimes I I I think about that Sag energy and the, and I and I I feel I absorb. I think as as we are more aware through our lifetime, we absorb certain you know planetary activity or you know the energy. Yeah. Now I feel like okay, I'm ready to go. I you know I. <laughs> I, Does that I land in your third house? Is it a third house thing for you? Uh, this is actually now going into my fourth. This this the Scorpio planet, uh, Neptune is my third house in Scorpio, and then into my fourth. So it, oh, so it's the gonna, new moon will probably it's zero sad, so it probably is going to land in the third. Go into yeah, the right, right late third, and, yeah, that's yeah, right. late third. So if so for you, that new moon energy sort of heralds a new way to communicate. And it brings yeah. in a new sort of like inspiration on how, because I know that sometimes you get inspiration. You write these great letters to your people and they're filled with inspiration. I think that the new moon is saying like, you're, you're going to be ready to spill us some information. Did you do your scopes? Are they up? I did. I, uh, I, I did the scopes. We, we ironically worked on the eighth house this week and, and we're going through the signs. We're going through the focus of, of the, the astrology wheel and the, and the 12 houses and this, so it's they're they're very um, you know amazing Ooh. and all, <laughs> yeah they you know, are I, amazing. You're and so right. You're always dead on because I was visited by a hawk this week and it was profound and and I want to communicate you know in in such a different way. So you're always so right about everything. Well, and <laughs> you post those at one to listen because your show's up next. So everybody, stay tuned. She's going. Your your host is going to take over, Cat and. Your previous host is signing off, but Kat, you're gonna. Those are posted at one two listen dot com. Are you gonna be on the sale today at, at noon Pacific? I will be on the sale and look forward. Is there to snow it. in the Arctic or something like that? Is there well, some sort of <laughs> easy yes to that? Okay, listen. Thank you so much for being a part of it and being on my show, everybody. Thank you. Happy New Moon to you. Stay in touch with us, and we'll we'll keep you posted and informed as much as possible. This is Mark Husson. This has been the Mark Husson Show. Thank you, Christy Brower, Cat. Thank you. We'll see you soon, everybody. Bye bye. Thank you, Mark. 